for this we'll just wait, wait for a few more minutes for everyone to join and we'll get this started can you guys hear me uh, if you can react with a thumbs up awesome uh well like matthew mcconaughey said all right all right all right looks like we are good to go uh hello uh, to each and every one of you wherever you're joining from uh this is your host anand welcoming you to the second episode of frozen friends this is our digital patio uh, you know this is where we curate our vibes talk to our friends and community and discuss things in the cosmos ecosystem uh coming to this episode this is a very special one and we couldn't be more thrilled to have our friends and long time partners in the injective team as our guests it's special for another reason cause the injective team is celebrating their second anniversary so huge congratulations team We've got Mirza who heads BD for the Injective team and Kaushik and Barun from Leap who lead growth and product respectively. To kick this off, you know, why don't we just start with the intros? Uh, Mirza, you can go first, intro yourself and Injective and then Barun and Kaushik, you can go and introduce yourself and Leap. Thanks. Uh, I'll hand it over to you guys now. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the invite. Um, so I'm Mirza. I run the business team at Injective Labs. Uh, we're one of the core contributors to Injective, the L1 itself. Um, I think most people here are already familiar with Injective, so I'll keep the intro very, very short. Uh, Injective is a lightning fast layer one blockchain specifically for financial applications. Um, it's currently one of the fastest growing ecosystems in all of Web3. Um, we were originally incubated by Binance back in 2018. Um, since then, we've been around the space for five years now. Um, we are the leading chain in the Cosmos ecosystem as well right now. Um, and yeah, very excited to be on the space and chat more about some developments we've had, especially with Leap um, and other projects in our ecosystem. Yeah, uh, thanks for the intro, Mija. I, I can go next. Hey, folks, uh, this is Barun. As Anand mentioned, I head product for Leap. And uh, yeah, a brief uh, look down into my history. I have been uh, in the product space for the last uh, seven years. And I was previously heading product for an edtech startup in India before this. So I've been dabbling around uh, in the Web3 uh, space for the past uh, four to five years. And uh, November 2021 is when uh, we started Leap. So yeah, initially we started off with Terra and uh, in the last one, one and a half years, we've moved to Cosmos. And yeah, it's been an absolutely amazing uh, journey for the past year. And uh, yeah, really excited, uh, obviously injective being a core part of the journey with us. And yeah, super excited for what's in store for in the future. All right, hey, hey everyone. Uh, I'm introducing myself. Uh, I'm Kaushik and I head growth for Leap. I'm currently based out of Hyderabad, India. And I've been in the growth and business strategy space for the past seven years. And was, you know, previously heading growth for a few consumer tech startups in India. Uh, just like Barun, uh, my journey in Web3 started with uh, Leap around, you know, December of last year. And I've you know, been with Leap since then, you know, throughout ups and all the ups and downs. And uh, uh, definitely the best part of uh, uh, of my Leap journey I've been, you know, building in Cosmos. Roughly, I think, started one and a half years ago. And uh, uh, the level of, you know, collaboration that we were able to do with all the different teams, especially Injective, and the level of products that we, have, we were able to ship and, you know, the level of feedback we were able to get from the community, the support that we were able to community. Definitely was super, super uh, uh, exciting part of my overall career. And yeah, definitely, I think uh, it's been, this, this space has been coming since so long. I just wanted to chat with Injective team, you know, uh, get to know more about the background workings of it. And yeah, definitely excited for this page today. Perfect. You know, uh, to get us started, uh, Mirza, 
again congrats on the second anniversary to you and the whole injective team uh can you tell us how has the last uh, year been yeah for sure i mean the last year seems to have gone by really really fast but the developments have been crazy all around as is almost always the case with injective i would say at this point um in the last year we had a number of different dapps launch uh, on both testnet and mainnet um the ecosystem uh grew by all metrics whether that be sort of users transaction volume um the volume actually transacted on the chain itself so both the transaction count um and volumes went up significantly uh we crossed over 300 million transactions on the chain um over 14 billion traded uh across exchange dapps built on injective um and we made a lot of strides in terms of just expanding the ecosystem beyond just dexs built on injective uh sort of delving into uh lending options different sort of defi verticals and also other verticals altogether uh like nfts um that's something i didn't foresee at the beginning of this year how fast that community would grow organically uh, we have over 100 collections launched on the chain now um and with many more exciting products being built um and yeah that organic growth is what i'm really proud of uh mainly so the community sort of taking things into their own hands creating new platforms um like launch pads like nft lending protocols uh different staking infrastructure um and yeah on a high level we also locked down some major collabs um across the institutional side uh releasing helix institutional working with google cloud um getting the injective mainnet integrated onto most major platforms both custodians exchanges um and everything else in between um and also expanding the community outside of cosmos so we sort of realized that the best way to grow is for us to also attract users from ethereum users from solana um so working a lot on having that really solid bridging infrastructure in between um so working with guys like wormhole we're actually the first cosmos chain to have wormhole and pit integrated um and as a side note the pit uh, launch is also happening um on monday and all injective users especially ones who interacted with helix are actually eligible so do claim that airdrop so yeah i i'm also excited to see that that other communities are recognizing the value of the injective community and ecosystem and sort of rewarding them in return um and yeah we have a lot more planned for the upcoming year and i think it's going to be really crazy with the number of dapps launching on mainnet uh we just had mido go live with their launch pad on testnet 2 i know the community's been waiting and looking forward to that for a while um so that'll also roll out onto mainnet and that'll really create a sort of positive feedback loop of new projects launching their tokens um new users coming into the ecosystem and both defi and and the broader ecosystem just really growing faster than ever before so yeah awesome you know uh, thanks for sharing the nuggets here you know as the conversation here progresses we'll definitely you know uh, do the deep dive on the defi and the nft uh, topics you were discussing uh, you know to koshik uh, you know in the last year we at leap have built so many cool features exclusively for the ninjas you know like the inch domain and in wallet nft gallery and a support for a lot of injective dapps how do you feel about everything you've done with injective team so far yeah for sure for sure uh, i mean i think hands down injective has been one of the best chains for us to work with right right from the very beginning the code team has been super supportive and uh, rest of the builders like you know talis astrocode working with them has been just a breeze right but i i should definitely say the community is the best part like visa was touching upon the way injective was able to grow the community so organically and uh, i think now looking back i think we definitely have one of the most supportive and super passionate community in the overall com- uh, cosmos ecosystems right and and it just so on a daily basis just so good to see you know how much they do uh, as a community to see injective and you know luckily with us being collaborative with them also succeed so yeah before going anything any further i think i should give a big shout out to everyone in the you know injective community for everything that they do currently right and uh, that just makes it so uh, happy for us to you know almost like wake up every day and uh, build for them uh so yeah that way i think just building for inject2 has been super uh, amazing experience for me uh in terms of project itself uh, barun do you want to touch upon that sure 
cool uh, so basically in terms of product uh, obviously the most basic uh, support for injective uh, has been live across all the three form factors that we have so we uh, for anyone who's not aware uh, leap has an extension we have both android and ios mobile apps and we have a dashboard we call it leapboard uh, which is more like a portfolio manager for for you on desktop so in injective has been support uh, has been across all three form factors uh, from the very beginning uh, we have support for the most basic uh, use cases obviously uh, so uh, viewing your balances uh, ability to stake unstake undelegate ability to view your view proposals and vote on them uh, and obviously activity sending ibc so all the most basic features uh, that uh, are needed for a chain has been there from uh, day one post that uh, obviously what uh, within leap we uh, feel proud of of uh, the mobile uh, ux improvements that we have done specifically because uh, i still remember the day we decided that we would build on cosmos i think one of the biggest pain points that we felt on cosmos generally was ux on mobile for everything bit wallets bit dapps so this is where we we had uh, a definite vision for improving an overall uh, user experience on mobile and uh, one of the core uh, improvements has been permissionless dab browser that we have on uh, leap ios and android so you can actually seamlessly access any injective dabs today so uh, let's say uh, helix talis astroport whatever dabs you want to access you can just go to leap Mo- mobile apps uh, whether it be android be ios just go to the dab browser and search for these dabs so you don't uh, need to worry about which wallet uh, the dabs support or anything you can directly access these apps within the leap mobile apps so uh, and this this is true for any app in cosmos by the way so uh, these are two uh, the most basic things that we started off with more recently over the last few months we have been focusing a lot on the nft side of things as well uh, so we also figured that there's no wallet currently in cosmos that uh, uh, gives you the ability to see all your nfts in one single place so uh, along with other chains we've added support for pretty much all the collections uh on injective so by default if you own an injective nft you more often than not you'll just without having to do anything see it in your wallet uh, in your leap wallet on both mobile and uh, extension and on top of that on top of that you can also like add them as a profile pictures uh so we support uh, most of these collections by default even if for the smaller collections or the newer collections that we do not support you can still just add them uh, by just adding their collection addresses so nft gallery is something that has been live across all form factors uh, for a few months right now and i'm i for one i know this is one of the most loved features as well uh post that uh, we also have uh, done a few more interesting things around let's say push notifications on mobile for example so today whenever you do any transaction on injective if it is one of the core transactions like sending ibc staking undelegating you get a push notification or a claim claim rewards for example right you get a push notification if you have the leap app already right so yeah i think with this uh, we pretty much have covered all our bases uh, in terms of the most basic things that uh, we needed to support and we definitely have a very interesting roadmap coming up ahead which i'm sure will cover in, cover in uh, the future questions in today's chat perfect uh, thanks varun for sharing this i think this gives us the perfect uh, jump to you know talk about things we were discussing uh, in detail so let's talk about uh, defi on injective right we have seen over the past year how many developments there have been and injective defi has come a very long way with a lot of amazing dapps you know launching like the big one elix there's astroport there's livana uh, black panther and mito you know that's launching uh, today and hydro setting records on testnet uh, mirza how do you view these developments you know what excites you the most yeah I think I'm excited all across the board. So what Injective did that I think is very unique when it comes to layer one blockchains is we focused very deeply into a couple specific areas and we wanted to become the best at it. Um, so initially how we started was, okay, we are going to build the best platform for building DEXs. Um, and right now we've achieved it. Injective right now has DEXs with far superior liquidity than not only most DEXs, but also sexes, um, which is extraordinary to see. So when the Celestia token just launched, um, it, you can check it out today. 
it far surpasses volumes on other DEXs. It far surpasses liquidity on other DEXs. Um, and that wouldn't have been possible without sort of like the infrastructure we built that's sort of built for DeFi itself or built for uh, financial applications, plus sort of the liquidity we've been able to get by integrating a lot of different institutions, a lot of different types of users who bring in um, that liquidity and volume. And from there, what we realized is, okay, now we have this amazing liquidity and a lot of this amazing infrastructure, um, and we've sort of conquered the deck space. Um, let's move on into other verticals. So that's when we started focusing more into things like, yeah, exactly like you said, things like Black Panther, which is doing asset management, or Hydro, which is doing liquid staking. There's another one doing liquid staking natively on Injector called Griffin that just moved over from Say. Um, and that's what a lot of these projects are realizing. So one, that Injective infrastructure is very catered to what they're building. Um, so either they're choosing to build natively from Injective from day one, or they're moving over from other chains or other L1s um, like Sui, Aptos, Say, um, and a lot more in the works. So that's what I'm pretty excited about to see is that people are finally realizing that Injective infrastructure has been carefully curated for them. Um, other blockchains, I think, are also solid. And I think there's a space for every L1 to sort of coexist. Um, and, and I often mention that in my personal views or even with my friends. But the difference here is most other L1s try to be a jack of all trades, right? So you're sort of this general purpose L1 um, and you're trying to get the best um, projects from all areas. And when you try to be the best at everything, in my opinion, you end up not being the best at anything particularly. Um, but what Injective said instead, it's like, okay, let's not focus on certain applications um, that might not be a focus, um, such as like Injective inherently is uh, maybe not built for metaverse dApps, right? That's not a big focus area for us. I'm not saying that we can't support it, we can, um, but we want to go step by step and conquer each vertical. So we start off with DeFi and now we're expanding into sort of a few other subcategories, such as let's say NFT Fi. moving on from there, there's probably gonna be GameFi and other dApps. Um, and it's very methodical in terms of both the support we can provide with those projects. So can we actually provide engineering resources and work with these projects and really help them develop um, their project by getting community members onto them and go one by one? Most other L1s, what they'll do is they'll just have many, many projects and none of them are necessarily like catered for that ecosystem or catered for a specific group of users, um, which hurts overall adoption in the long run, in my opinion. Um, so that's something very unique about Injective that I'm excited to see. So yeah, I think we've only scratched the surface in terms of the dApps you just mentioned. There's like a flurry of dApps um, that are on testnet that are gonna move over onto mainnet. There's so many others that are unannounced that I get pinged by every single day that either didn't get what they needed on other L1s or they're just new developers and they, they just heard about Injective and they're like, oh, this is perfect. Like Injective already has a lot of these modules built from scratch, like the order book, the options uh, module. We have a very interesting RWA module sort of launching um, as well. So that allows for different projects to launch that wouldn't otherwise be able to, because usually it takes months and months, if not years, to develop these complex smart contracts or these applications. But Injective just not only makes it easier, it, it makes sure that you have the liquidity from day one for these applications. And obviously you have the community support and the community is very special on Injective just because they're so much more literate than other ecosystems, in my opinion, when it comes to just knowing about DeFi, just knowing about how financial applications work or Web3 finance works. Um, and the reason we've been able to curate this community, in my opinion, and why the community likes this um, is because we've had the same mission from day one and we have a laser focus on just being the best chain for finance. Um, so, yeah, that's my sort of take on uh, DeFi and objective specifically. Wow. I mean, that, that really sounds, you know, uh, fantastic uh, because I've seen the, the buzz that these developments have had, uh, you know, talk to dApps who are very excited to build on Injective. And, you know, I think it was the Neptune team who were moving to Injective as well. So, yeah, definitely second what you were saying and, uh, you know, how users are engaging right now. So it's definitely super exciting times. 
my next question is for Barun. You know, we have been supporting uh, Injective since the very early days. So can you tell us about any exciting features, you know, Leap is working on right now to make the Injective ecosystem even better? Sure. Uh, so what I do is uh, I'd uh, make it twofold. So obviously, as Mirja pointed out, there's so many apps uh, that are already there. There's so many apps that are coming up. So I'll cater to this uh, in two ways. First, we'll talk about uh, probably the things that we are doing uh, for uh, uh, wallet users, users uh, who uh, are on Injective and uh, use Leap Wallet or want to use Leap Wallet. The second part, we have some interesting stuff that we're building for dApps as well. So we'll uh, cover that. Uh, in the in the first uh, case uh, for uh, users, uh, I think one uh, very uh, one common theme that uh, a lot of our users has been have been asking about uh, asking us about is uh, ledger support and Bluetooth ledger support on uh, extension and mobile for uh, injective specifically. So we've been working with the Zondax team. So what they are trying to do is, uh, for example, build uh, the ledger support, improve ledger support in a way where you can still use your Cosmos app and uh, sign transactions for uh, EVM based chains like uh, Injective, FMOS, etc. So that would be a huge a boost in the overall uh, user experience for uh, uh, all the EVM chains. So this is something that we're really excited about. Uh, hopefully uh, this is, has been pending on the Ledger uh, team uh, and uh, hopefully once they give a go ahead, we'll go ahead and add uh, support right away and uh, both on extension and mobile. So this is something that we are really looking forward to so that pretty much all chains that we support today uh, hopefully will be accessible by Ledger very soon. Uh, secondly, uh, I think uh, what we have seen also is staking and claiming rewards uh, is uh, something that is uh, very uh, one of the most important actions that uh, users take uh, on Injective and on other chains as well. So what uh, we did a post I think last week and uh, we'll uh, basically uh, demoed a visual of claim and stake combined into one where uh, it's similar to restake where you do not you can just claim and stake your rewards automatically in one click so this is something that uh, we'll be launching on leap board in a couple of days or so for all the chains and uh, we'll be bringing it uh, into uh, mobile and uh, extension very soon as well so that you don't have to claim your rewards then go again and find a validator and stake again right you can just claim and stake and it'll just take with the validator that you uh, claimed from. Right? Uh, apart from that, what we are also doing is now that we have covered the most basic push notifications use cases uh, that I talked about previously, uh, what we're trying to do is now bring on bring in DAP specific notifications. And this will be super helpful, super critical, especially for DeFi applications. So things like let's say liquidity alerts, things like whenever you do a deposit, do uh, a lending or a borrowing. So pretty much all DeFi notifications specific to dApps is something that uh, we are working towards. So we are in touch uh, with a few dApps. Uh, uh, we did like a very basic uh, a proof of concept with Stargaze that was really, really uh, well. Uh, uh, everyone loved it. Uh, everyone loved uh, seeing their uh, bids and everything coming up as push notifications. So this is something that will be working with specific dApps uh, and making sure that uh, the most important notifications that they feel uh, uh, would, for the, would be for the users, especially on DeFi uh, side, will add, will add those notifications and alerts on mobile. So that will, that will be something that will be very customized, very uh, personalized for all the users uh, using any DeFi applications across Injective and Cosmos in general. Uh, post that, I think one interesting thing that thing that we are also trying out right now is uh, we got a few requests from DeFi applications that uh, they want a feature where a user can like let's say give access to the DApp to approve all the transactions for uh, the next let's say four or five hours where you do not need a transaction signing pop up popping up every single time you do want to do uh, a DeFi activity or a trading activity. So this is also something that we are working on a proof of concept with where. Uh, uh, again, this is something that we're trying with Leapboard to begin with, where you can give Leapboard the access to do a few transactions for the next uh, hour or so, so that uh, you don't have to approve it every single time, right? So yeah, so I think these are some uh, things that are already in progress that uh, will be uh, going live with uh, with POCs or fully fledged pro products in the next uh, two or three weeks. Uh, apart from that, these are all pretty pretty much wallet specific things. Apart from that, as I mentioned, for DApps. I think there's some really interesting developments going on. So first of all, this uh, we have built an SDK. We call it the Elements SDK. So this is a one place 
where uh, for like we're solving onboarding into and within Cosmos in one single SDK. So imagine uh, if you're a DApp and you want to add, let's say, sw swaps within Injective, swaps across Cosmos, IBC unwinding, uh, IBC send, or uh, Cardo on ramp, or cross chain from Ethereum or other EVM ecosystems. So this is one single quick, easy to use SDK uh, that will uh, bring together pretty much every single thing and give the DApp access to choose between using one of them, using all of these, uh, and uh, add this SDK onto their DAP. So the vision with this is, uh, we hope uh, this will improve uh, the speed at which de devs today in Cosmos uh, ship DAPs, and uh, they do not have to worry about skip adding support for swaps, TFM adding support for swaps. We'll solve for all of those, and we'll just provide you, a in a few lines, you will be able to use this Elements SDK on your DAPs directly, uh, so that, uh, this can solve for, let's say, liquidity problem, right? So today, a DApp launched, and they want user to have Injective to begin their journey on the DApp. They can just add a get Injective button, uh, which would trigger the Elements SDK, and you could like move liquidity from EVM, move liquidity from Atom if you have that, or just buy Injective on Cardo, for example, right? So uh, all of this in one single click. So this is what we're trying to build for DApps. Uh, on top of it, a POC, quick POC that we are trying to also do is social logins. I think this is something that uh, would be very interesting uh, for, for dApps as well, as well, as well as the wallets. So uh, we're partnering uh, uh, with a social login provider where uh, we are trying and uh, solving, basically bringing Web2-like experience to Web3 so that uh, if a new, new to uh, crypto new to Cosmos user uh, has come in, they don't have to worry about having a Leap wallet or a Kepler wallet or any wallet. Uh, for example, right? So they can just uh, log in uh, using their uh, email and uh, pretty much do everything uh, on the DAP and have a web-to-like experience. So these are a couple of things that uh, we are also uh, doing quick proof of concepts with, we're almost ready with both of these uh, and we'll be soon piloting with a few DAPs uh, uh, with, uh, on in both of these uh, segments. Perfect. Uh, you know how we at Leap have a huge focus on being user-centric and the developments you've talked about, you know, they, they definitely 10x the user experience. This is definitely one to watch out. And, you know, this is very exciting for me and a bunch of other users that we talk to. We'll definitely keep you all updated as we go live with these and share more. Uh, coming to Mirza again, uh, you know, we talked about the customer side of development earlier more and now jumping to the other side, the developer experience. Uh, we've seen with Injective, you know, how you guys are simplifying the process of developers to launch dApps, you know, helping them grow uh, the Injective DeFi ecosystem, such as in, in EVM or in SVM. Could you explain what are these and why are they important? Yeah. It's largely important in my view. So right now, what most L1s do is focus on one particular VM layer. Um, so VM layer basically means virtual machine. It's effectively where the smart contracts live and run. The important thing to note is most of the popular L1s today have only one particular VM layer. So the most popular one, of course, is Ethereum with its EVM layer or Ethereum virtual machine layer. Um, and that's what you find on, let's say, Ethereum, Optimism, uh, many other EVM chains that you're familiar with, like Arbitrum uh, or even Polygon. And most of those smart contracts are written in Solidity. Um, and okay, so, so that's the Ethereum side. And then there are other sort of smart contract layers that in my opinion, are a bit more performant than traditional EVM um, environments. And that could be, let's say, Solana C-level virtual machine or the SVM layer. Um, it just allows for parallel transaction execution. Basically, all you have to know is things work very fast on Solana, right? Um, and, and that's their uh, main value add to the ecosystem. Um, and then Cosmos came out with one called the Cosmos uh, WebAssembly layer, um, which is also a highly performant layer. Um, and Injective made some optimizations there to also enable parallel execution. Um, so we can have transactions run as fast as Solana while still being really cheap. Uh, with many other optimizations. Um, and that's great, right? So that's the uh, sort of smart contracting layer that Injective came up with. So we utilize Cosmosm now. The issue is 95% of developers today, or I should say at least 90% are on EVM chains, right? And maybe like 5% is on Solana and 5% is on Cosmos, um, which makes the entire ecosystem 
pretty fragmented in general with all of these VM layers. So what Injective realized is, wait, we could actually work towards this and build a layer one that can support all of these different VM layers in one. Um, so we like to call this, let's say, Injective's multi-VM layer. So right now you have the core Injective chain that where developers can come in and utilize like the super fast virtual machine, super cheap, um, which is the Cosmosm layer. And then on top of it, we've introduced two separate rollups attached to Injective. One is called InEVM or Injective EVM, um, and one is called InSVM or Injective SVM. Um, and what this allows you to do basically is introduce Injective to a wide array of different developers, both from the Ethereum ecosystem and the Solana ecosystem. Because I've, I've alongside the rest of the Injective team and community, feel as though both Ethereum and Solana are very, very important sort of cornerstones to crypto, and they have a lot of amazing developer talent. And we basically don't want to lose out on that developer talent. We don't want a developer to basically say, hey, I love Injective, I wanted to build here, but I only know how to code in Solidity and EVM, so I can't move over. Um, this just opens up a lot more access points for Injective, um, while also sustaining the hyper-fast speeds, this, uh, uh, the really cheap cost that people are used to. Um, so that's what that initiative is really about. Um, and we've already launched both of these products on Testnet. We are going to undergo audits in the coming month or two. Um, and then hopefully we can start to see some of these things on mainnet um, early next year or by middle of next year at the latest. So that's our current plan. And I think that's when the floodgates will really open because so far, Yes, Injective is by far has a very, very fast growing L1, but all the apps you see today are just on the Injective chain, right? So imagine you have both the in-EVM layer, in-SVM layer, how many dApps there could be, how much more transaction throughput, and how much more developer activity can exist within the Injective ecosystem. So yeah, it's pretty exciting um, to sort of note that process moving ahead. Interesting. That that sounds really super interesting. Uh, I think uh, that really expands the pie for a lot of uh, devs to you know come to the injective ecosystem. Uh, you know, to close this topic, I have a question for you, Mirza, again uh, around that we've seen multiple. I think you touched it uh, during the intro as well, but we've seen multiple huge institutional players. You know that have integrated Inge, such as Bitgo and Kraken. Uh, what does it mean to the injective uh, and its long term vision? Yeah, it just means more rails for adoption, right? So BitGo, um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is the largest crypto custodian. So all of the big institutions, um, let's say the ones you hear about on the news all the time, right? Like the Black Rips mm -hmm. of the world, et cetera, access crypto via these qualified institutions. So it just allows these larger players uh, to access injective, uh, both the token and the ecosystem, um, which just brings much more activity and much more sort of avenues for growth for the broader community. Um, and then with uh, the exchange side of things, it, I think it changes. There's certain things I can't obviously mention due to regulatory reasons, but exchanges often are the first way for people to access certain ecosystems. So just guys like Kraken or Binance integrating the injective mainnet, the Binance Web3 wallet actually just launched a few days ago and Injective was one of the first launch partners for them where they integrated the Injective mainnet. It just allows more people to just access the Injective chain um, it, to explore sort of the wide array of dApps in the Injective ecosystem. So that's where it really comes in. So both the institutional flows and the flows from everyday users can increase with some of these major in integrations that we've done over the past year and the ones coming up. Got it. Uh, that sounds great. You know, uh, you know, thanks for sharing your insights here. Coming to our next topic for the conversation, NFTs. I'm a huge fan of NFTs and I've seen firsthand how amazing the projects that uh, have been in the e injective ecosystem recently, Quants, uh, Vanguards, Men in Black, etc. Uh, Mirza, uh, you know, injective being a DeFi focused layer seems to be gaining a lot of traction in the NFT ecosystem would like uh, you know what do you have some future plans for the nft ecosystem here what are your thoughts yeah like i was saying at the beginning of this conversation i was actually quite surprised when the nft ecosystem uh versioned on injective really rapidly it uh really started with the launch of 
uh, Talus, which is the primary NFT marketplace on Injective today. There have been several other marketplaces launched that um, I'd be remiss not to mention. Uh, one is uh, Nebula. So Nebula also serves as a launch pad for NFTs and also a marketplace. And then we also have Decora recently, uh, which uh, moved over from BNB chain um, to also deploy on Injective. So yeah, all of these marketplaces serve as sort of a conduit for accessing NFTs. There have been many, many popular collections. I, I'll shout out a few I see in this chat even. Premier Ninjas, of course, was the first NFT collection. They also recently released Quants um, that uh, burns NFT, uh, sorry, burns uh, INJ, uh, which is made possible by the release of Injective 2.0, um, which effectively lets any dApp or user burn INJ if they wish to, not just exchange apps. Um, in the chat, I also obviously see uh, Burbs, I see Busy Rich. There's so many. I'm sorry if I'm not mentioning you. Um, I, there's just a lot. There are over 100 collections on Injective today. And what's exciting about NFTs on Injective, in my opinion, are two things. One, it's very community first. So one is the fact that the mint prices are really low. Sometimes the mints are actually free, which enables many more community members to engage and explore the NFT ecosystem on Injective. Um, usually NFTs on other chains tend to be very, very uh, expensive, which prices up most everyday users. Um, and it's usually not a great entryway for new users. The second thing I really like about NFTs on Injective is that all of them focus on, not all of them, but a lot of them focus on bringing interesting forms of utility or some form of financial aspect. Um, so from the beginning, I think it was Aliens on Injective that introduced NFT staking. Since then, many other platforms have introduced things like NFT staking, um, NFT lending. Um, so just seeing financial applications of NFTs is something I'm very excited to see because that's exactly what Injective is made for and what the infrastructure sort of enables that other blockchains currently can't do. Um, and I love the organic growth of it. So I, on the Injective Lab side, we haven't created any collection ourselves or anything like that. It's all been community driven just organically. Um, every time I go on Twitter, I see new collections sort of popping up on Injective, hosting mints. Um, and I also love to see that the community organizes themselves within their own niche communities, hosting their own Twitter spaces, their own Telegram groups. Um, it's just exciting to see that the platform that um, I helped contribute to and the team helped contribute to for the last several years have led to this much sort of organic traction from communities we didn't even uh, sort of know existed when we first began Injective, of course. So, yeah. Awesome. You know, uh, the word I was going to use was community-centric. And we, we've seen uh, with these projects. So shout out to all the projects that you named. And I think a bunch of them have joined the space as well. Uh, you know, Barun, uh, you know, combining the community-centric approach and the customer-centric approach that we have at Leap, uh, you know, uh, are we planning to build anything specific for the injective ecosystem? Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, let me, let me read that, uh, Anand. Sure, sure. Uh, first of all, I couldn't agree with, uh, no, uh, agree with Mirza more. Definitely, I think NFTs has this magical way to bring to the communities and just bring up that whole community vibe around. And I think we saw it happening in front of our eyes with injective uh, NFTs, right? So yeah, definitely big shout out. I've been been following from day one and uh, uh, was able to actually see how they grew over time. And yeah, the recent, especially I think a few days ago, we had the cons launch that just went blew up quite a lot. So yeah, great, great uh, to see such kind of incredible progress on the NFT side, on Injective, right? And uh, for us, incidentally, uh, the growth of Injective NFTs coincided with our focus on and we're building NFT specific features inside our wallet. Uh, right, which meant essentially from day one we're being supported on uh, Talis. Uh, we quickly added Injective NFTs uh, uh, support on uh, in our NFT gallery, and you know that was able to and the amount of feedback that we got from the NFT community on Injective was incredibly helpful for us to just fine tune these features. And this also meant that we doubled down on our, on our NFT efforts. And very soon, I mean, can't share exact dates, but very soon we have quite a lot of very interesting features. Uh, for example, push notifications for NFTs, right? Uh, these are those PN push notifications where, for example, you as a user uh, put your NFT up for, you know, auction. 
and the moment anyone you know bits on it you get a notification for it so that you can act on it quickly right similarly if someone else have overbid and they got the push they got they were able to you know get the nft again we send a notification to you know uh, let the users know so a lot of very interesting push notification use cases are going to, uh, are going to be live for injective nfts very soon so that's number one that we are super excited we kind of implemented this on stargaze and the uh, reception for that was amazing and we want to bring the same exact convenience to you know injective community as well so there is one big thing that is going to come up very soon uh, second is sending nfts between wallets uh, again we have already done a small poc with some uh, with another chain and uh, we'll be releasing it very soon but yeah i think we have plans to bring this to injective as well very soon you'll be able to send nfts just like tokens right that's how we want to do it very seamless flows from within leap wallet itself and finally uh, a big one which is listing nfts uh, right from the wallet itself right now you need to go to a marketplace and now there are going to be even more marketplaces that are going to come up uh, which means we think you know managing listing of nfts uh, in the marketplace is going to be uh, a challenging process and to make that seamless uh, we're adding this feature where you can list uh, your nfts for sale uh, right from the wallet itself uh, again these are you know few of the nft features specific features that we have in the roadmap Uh, but again, I uh, would definitely recommend users to try out one very interesting feature that we already have, which is setting an NFT as a uh, uh, profile pic right on the wallet itself. It's a very small, very nifty, you know, interesting feature, and I think most of our wallets, if we can show, uh, will have injected NFTs as our wallet profile pics. I know I can see Dizel in the in the you know audience here, who is our community manager, who keep doing this and you know sharing few pics of his own NFT uh, injected NFTs as profile pics. So yeah, pretty cool feature that way. Uh, but yes, I think we just started with I think focusing specifically on building for NFT community and making their uh, uh, you know day-to-day life easy. Uh, but yeah, we have quite a lot of very interesting big features also coming up very soon. Awesome! Uh, thanks for sharing so much uh, insight about DeFi and NFTs, uh, guys. You know, uh, this now begs the question uh, about the future uh, for the both Injective and Leap. Uh, Mirza, for you first, you know. Can you provide some alpha to ninjas on the upcoming developments that they should keep their eyes on, especially on these fronts, right? DeFi and NFTs. Yeah, sure thing. I think I was sort of alluding to a couple points throughout this conversation. Um, I'll keep this part brief. Uh, there's always developments at Injective almost every week. There's new sort of integrations and other things going live. Uh, some things that I'm personally very excited about is one. Mido going on to mainnet, seeing that launchpad go on to mainnet. Um, the testnet just went live today, so please do check it out. Your feedback really helps um, as we gear up for this mainnet launch um, very soon. Um, I'm also excited to see, obviously, uh, in EVM and in SVM launch on mainnet um, and uh, as they sort of complete their audit processes. Um, and then also, uh, I'm excited to see the growth of RWAs on top of Injective. We have some exciting things coming up. Uh, around that sector, around asset tokenization. Obviously, Injective is a change for finance, so that leads nicely into sort of RWA's asset tokenization. Um, we have some exciting developments coming out there. Um, and then also, in general, a number of different integration partners and dApps launching across across the profiles you mentioned, both in DeFi, both in NFTs. Um, I also see Ninja Blazes in this uh, chat. They're building a very cool game. Um, there's lots of interesting sort of dApps coming up in the upcoming months, um, both on the injective mainnet, uh, the in EVM layer, the in SVM layer, um, across DeFi, across NFTs. I'm sure there's going to be many other collections on top of injective, but also many more utilities. Um, so uh, there's, I know some people are starting to explore things like NFT lending, NFT staking, but also sort of launching perps focused on NFTs. Um, maybe some of you remember Injective in the past also launched uh, Board 8 perps. Um, so I'm excited to see if people launch perps around, let's say, Premier Ninjas or Quants or some of these other exciting sort of NFTs that have come onto the ecosystem. Um, so, yeah, that's um, I know that's many, many things, but that's just what Injective is like. There's like a flurry of new things going on. So almost like. Sometimes I feel like I miss announcements even. Like I'll go on Twitter. It's like, oh, I just saw this announcement, like Injective integrated the Binance Web3 wallet. And then three hours later, I look again. Um, and then it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this other thing. Yes, I remember that as well. So it's just a lot, um, but that's great. It just means the ecosystem is 
accelerating faster than before. Um, and we're going to keep it up and, and grow faster than ever in the upcoming years. I think uh, that's probably the best way to get updates, right? And users engaging with it. Uh, you know, in terms of developments, a uh, follow-up question there. You know, we at Leap have been working with you guys, uh, the Injective team, from a very early stage, you know. And in- Injective has integrated multiple wallets on chain. What role do you think a wallet like ours play in this journey? Yeah, no, I'd be remiss not to mention the great things Leaf has done. I think out of all the wallets, like obviously, yes, you have popular wallets that many people use like MetaMask, et cetera. The issue with some of these wallets is they're not up to speed in terms of integrating new features that the community actually wants. So on wallets like Leap, they serve as a gateway into not just like transaction or sending and receiving tokens, which basically any wallet out there can do, and it's very basic, but also um, innovating, right? So on Leap, you can view your NFTs, you can actually access dApps through their dApp dashboard, uh, dApps like Helix, uh, dApps like Talus, you can access them directly from Leap itself. So it just serves as a new conduit into the Injective ecosystem. Um, and I think that's the main value out of wallets. Um, and that's why Injective's tried so hard to integrate every single type of wallet across the Cosmos ecosystem, across the Ethereum ecosystem. Um, and I think that just allows for more users to onboard onto Injective than many other chains in the Cosmos ecosystem today, because we did the heavy lifting um, of creating, uh, many people don't know this, Injective was actually the first chain to enable Ethereum-based signing on Cosmos chains. So that's why you can use things like MetaMask on top of Injective. It seems pretty like a simple thing, but it's actually technically very challenging. Um, But we put in the uh, efforts towards the beginning when Injective launched, because we realized like, okay, a lot of users are actually coming from Ethereum. Um, And that's why today 80% plus of Injective users actually come from Ethereum, um, which which is cool, which is what no other chain in the Cosmos ecosystem can say. Um, So yeah, um, all in all, I think wallets have gotten a lot better. I think Leap is one of the best in terms of just innovating and constantly being up to date, specifically with the Injective ecosystem, adding in all new functionalities, being able to display different NFTs, I think is huge and being able to see it in high quality. Um, And yeah, the experience is much more user-friendly than many other wallets out there. So yeah, kudos to you guys. Perfect. Uh, You know, uh, just closing this topic and, uh, you know, uh, coming back to Barun, uh, Barun, you know, we've had multiple discussions uh, internally, you know, around Leap's future in line with the developments that Mirza talked about and uh, ongoing support and more integrations that are coming up for Injective. So I think we'll just all love to hear, you know, how is the roadmap uh, for Leap looking like uh, in the next year? Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I'll again uh, take it in two phases. So uh, initially for uh, like when we started Leap, uh, I think the first uh, user base that we started solving for was uh, the existing Cosmos base. And I think uh, for that over the last year, uh, we've pretty much supported, uh, we support over 60 plus chains natively. We currently have over 300,000 users across different form factors. And I think we have solved for the existing Cosmos base uh, uh, pretty well and we'll obviously continue uh, doing that. Uh, so we'll, as Mirza mentioned, we'll be actively looking for user feedback, which we have been doing from day one and uh, making sure that we ship whatever uh, most of the users uh, want, whatever would solve uh, uh, the existing UX problems in Cosmos. So uh, this is something that we started off with. The second problem user base that we saw, obviously, again, uh, something that Mirza also touched upon was the Ethereum uh, user base. And this is something that we solved for recently by building Snaps. I think that was one of our most successful launches in the last uh, few months. So uh, a lot of uh, pretty much, I would say majority of the dApps have already integrated MetaMask Snaps uh, built by Leap and uh, are successfully now able to uh, bring on board Ethereum users. So obviously there's a lot of, uh, this is again a very basic version of Snaps. there's a lot of things that we are collaborating with the MetaMask team and making sure uh, uh, Snaps V2 uh, is a core uh, core part of our roadmap going forward in the next few months. So just solving for the Ethereum base, we've started, we've done the most basic thing, but we'll also be working uh, towards improving that over the next few months. Then finally, we're looking forward to the next user base that we can uh, uh, target and 
I, I would say obviously existing Cosmos user base. Uh, there, there's uh, a few use, some users there. There's Ethereum base, but then there's a huge user base that uh, is new to crypto uh, who are not uh, currently uh, obviously uh, not Cosmos users specifically. And uh, here, this is something that we are target targeting to so so that the idea is make UX super simple. Uh, let's say, let's say starting uh, starting with the onboarding experience uh, overall. So as I mentioned before as well, like having probably let's say social login pass case experience uh, on wallets on taps uh, is something that uh, we we have a vision towards and uh, this is, this will make the overall journey very smooth very easy for uh, new users uh, coming into cosmos to begin with uh, let's say next up we'd have aggregated view most likely where uh, users can ha like have like chain specific views aggregated combined views and then can iterate between uh, these two views and can easily switch between the two. So making sure that uh, whatever they prefer uh, is a view that uh, they can have. Next, uh, a few more interesting things around messaging, for example. So wallet to wallet messaging is something that we're also uh, looking into. And uh, basically everything that uh, we can bring into make uh, users who are coming to Cosmos, uh, who are new to crypto, the experience for them absolutely smooth. Right? So these, these are uh, specific uh, user segments that uh, we are targeting and we'll be working towards uh, improving their experience in the next uh, uh, coming quarters. But uh, as at, at the same time, uh, one thing that I touched upon previously was the uh, improving developer experience on Cosmos side as well. So we have, again, with the Elements SDK, with our social login POC about to go out, uh, we've again touched upon briefly uh, on uh, this is like the very very beginning of what uh, can be improved. So similar to how we are building the wallet uh, uh, for users, we want to uh, build the wallet in a way where we can actually take out modules from the wallet and uh, just use them on dApps. For example, let's say a very basic example that we're building right now is embedded wallet experiences. So if you have MetaMask snaps or if you wish to use social logins, uh, you would not uh, and do not want to use wallets at all, let's say Leap, Kepler, or any MetaMask, or any of the wallets, you can have an embedded wallet experience, uh, which can be completely customized uh, with the UX of or the visuals of the dApp, uh, so that the user does not even need to go out of the dApp, for example, right? So a lot of interesting things on the dev side, uh, where uh, elements, as it touched upon previously, is something uh, we'll be working towards making it more uh, superior, adding a lot of customizability to it, adding embedded wallet experiences, for example, adding web to like signing experiences. So all of these things are something that we want to have uh, these as packages, modules that apps can easily uh, use so that new developers coming into Cosmos also do not have to uh, spend a lot of time just figuring out the UX on Cosmos, figuring out the uh, problems around moving tokens uh, or onboarding tokens into uh, whatever chain they want to build it on, right? So uh, this is something, these are twofold uh, visions that we have, one for the user base, new to crypto user base, and one for the dApps uh, coming up in Cosmos and how we can make uh, them just focus on the product that they want to build, but everything around Cosmos UX is something that we want to handle. Thanks, Barun, for sharing this. Uh, I mean, this is really exciting and we couldn't be more excited to showcase this to the world. Uh, and we'll definitely have a lot more to share. Uh, we'll open up the session for a few questions uh, a bit later. But as we come close to this amazing conversation on Frozen Friends episode two and with Ms. Kaushik Barun, who have shared their uh, wonderful insights, Kaushik, would you like to share uh, some thoughts on how the ninjas and the injective community can get more involved with Leap? Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, for those who uh, are, you know, are hearing about Leap for the first time, uh, just one thing I wanted to uh, mention is that we have always been a community first uh, product, uh, community first team. So we've always been hearing about uh, feedback and the problems that the users are facing with respect to their wallets and we know building for them. So user feedback is really, really important for us. And if you as an injective user have any you know, kind of request or any problem that uh, you want us to solve on the wallet front, do let us know. You can reach us uh, on uh, Twitter, you can reach us on uh, Discord, anywhere. I think uh, 
anywhere you can find us on our socials you can just dm us me personally or anyone in our team or directly us on the leap cosmos account right just you can share our feedback anywhere and uh, uh, we'll make sure you know we prioritize that in the roadmap and build for you uh, and i'm so glad that i think there's already bunch of uh, uh, folks from the injective community who have been supporting us who have been sharing the feedback with us and helping us out so i'm definitely i'm sure i'm missing few names but quick shout out to prince moro and vitaly who have been helping us since beginning uh, uh you know get understand more about injective ecosystem and what are the problems that are there to solve in the wallet side but yes i think open invitation to everyone in this uh, uh, chat today uh, to do the same try out our wallet uh, if you face any problems in general related to wallet please let us know and we'll be definitely prioritizing that and solving that for you thank you koshik uh, i couldn't uh, you know second this more i think we at leap have always focused on being community centric and you know taking that feedback and building it for the users uh coming to mirza again uh you know a huge congratulations on the incredible progress and impact injective has made in the defi space would you like to say anything specific to ninjas and you know uh, your community members who are who have joined us uh, on today's episode yeah i'll just uh say i mean most of you guys already follow injective but yeah definitely um tap into the injective uh twitter and discord just to stay updated on the latest news um if you guys are ambassadors or want to join the ambassador program i think that's a really good way to get started we also launched an ambassador portal uh where you can sort of um track your rewards sort of compete with each other in fun ways um that's you can just find at ambassador.injective.network so definitely check that out too uh we just launched the mido uh launchpad on testnet so definitely check that out if you've completed mido missions it's available to you now we will also open it up in the coming days and weeks to other users um and please leave your feedback because we're trying to iterate on it a lot as we uh gear up for mainnet launch um and then finally also check out helix we've all had a number of exciting things on there um there are a number of different reward campaigns going on right now um where you can sort of lp into pools just like you would on other exchanges and earn both celestia tokens and other rewards um and we also have guilds that finally launched um guilds allow you to compete um with one another via trading competitions basically um you can pool funds together with uh, with a team and whoever wins in the end or whoever has the best pnl in the end can share from trading rewards so yeah and, and this all just happened in like the last two weeks which is crazy to think about but yeah we launched sort of different pre-launch features we launched celestia we launched all these new products on top of helix we launched the mito launchpad um so yeah um exciting exciting things ahead and um stay tuned for more awesome uh, thanks for sharing mirza uh, i think we'll just uh, open up the session for a few questions you know if any of you listeners or dab joinees want to ask some questions please shoot away I think we can also just end because it is the end of the hour but um I might have to run unfortunately to to another call but got yeah you got guys it. can yeah, always I was ask gonna... questions on Discord or anything else and we'll always be there to help Yeah I was just going to uh, wrap it up uh, I think if you guys have any questions you know do hit us up on our uh, respective discords telegram or any other socials uh you know wrapping up thank you so much for you know joining guys and everyone who've tuned in today uh, and thank you to our speakers for this amazing conversation and they've shared some brilliant insights here uh, we cannot w- wait to do this again and share more updates on injective and the leap side we'll be back soon with another episode of frozen friends till then take care good night this was awesome thanks guys bye thank you bye bye thank you everyone bye motherfucker screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape the plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knighting all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.